so often throughout the course of history, patriots rise up at a time of need for truth and freedom. These people are called disciples of liberty for their undying love of freedom. The call has been sounded. Will you answer that call or sit back and let freedom die away? Unifying patriots everywhere against the evil trying to destroy America's freedom. You're listening to the Disciples of Liberty radio show on the America Out Loud Network. Now here's your host, Tim Alders. Welcome to the Disciples of Liberty. Today we are having conversations about COVID. Why? I made the choice long ago. I don't post on social media about my belief in the vaccine or not. I do a lot of research and I've read a lot about it. We're not going to talk about whether the vaccine's safe or not on this show. I'm going to give you some facts about why you might not want to trust the people who actually made it the people who are pushing it, and give you an argument for the people trying to convince you to take the vaccine and those shaming you, including your corporation. One of the most interesting topics I've had from a lot of people who reach out to me is, you know, my company's going to fire me, or a friend of mine was saying, you know, and this is a doctor who doesn't like the vaccine, that his son goes to one of the big universities here in Utah and they're going to make a vaccine mandate because the government made a vaccine mandate. Well, where is it? The reason I ask that question is there's no vaccine mandate. The president's talked about it. Media's made it sound like there is one. But if you check the archives, which I did today, there is no executive order mandate other than for the federal government. There is no law, Congress has not passed the law, that forces corporations to force you to inject yourself with a vaccine. One of the biggest arguments liberals have always used is my body, my choice, and this is for abortions, but it goes the same way. They say, well, the vaccines are different. It's not your body, your choice, because you're threatening me. Well, not if you have the vaccine, right? And they say that not getting the vaccine is, is, is damaging or hurting someone else. Well, an abortion is killing a baby. Not getting the vaccine if you already have the antibodies or if you've discussed with your doctor and you don't want to get it, nobody should be able to force you. And that's why government has not actually made a mandate or law telling that you that you have to get a vaccine. Because if they did it, it would be challenged in the courts. Now, I've spoken with a lot of members of Congress, and they're like, yeah, how do you fight something that isn't even a law yet? Well, if your corporation comes to you and says, you need to get this vaccine because of a government mandate, ask them to show you the mandate. Have them show you the actual law. 
because they are taking mass liability upon themselves to force you to inject yourself with something that not even the government can dictate that you do. That's for the argument for you. Now let's talk about family because I have family members that are shaming other family members, even in my own family, because you're unvaccinated. I can't go around you because I'm vaccinated. You're not. Well, then you should be safe and I shouldn't be safe, right? But there's a family member that was recently in the hospital with COVID doing awful. And somebody else in my family reached out and told him that he can't go see him now because he's unvaccinated. Not how are you doing? Are you feeling better? We live in such a cruel world and in a world with such vitriol and hatred that we can't even be civil towards our own family anymore. And that's what the government wants in the long run. But why is it I'm saying don't trust the people who make this vaccine? Well, for decades, politicians have been telling us big pharma is bad for you. And why would a pharmaceutical company like Pfizer or Modera or Johnson & Johnson misrepresent a drug being safe? Simply put, money. When a company can claim that a drug is used for purposes that it's actually not approved for, it can sell more product, right? And in some cases, these uses are unsafe and they're not even approved by the FDA. But many times they pose a risk to your health. Some of the cases that we're going to talk about involve drugs that were being prescribed at higher doses and recommended because the drug factories told you it's okay. Uh, Other cases, drugs have yet to been tested in clinical trials. Now, I just watched a documentary about the pharmaceutical industry from the pharmaceutical industry that says it takes eight to 10 years to go through clinical trials to see if drugs are safe. And then the FDA relies on the data given to them by the pharmaceutical companies who have been proven to lie about this data in the past. This is basically big pharma and politicians playing roulette with your health. Now, if you've received the vaccine, I'm happy for you. If you're happy for you, I'm happy for you. If you chose not to have the vaccine, I'm happy for you. Your doctor is basically acting in good faith and prescribing medications or vaccines according to what the manufacturer is saying is correct and what the media is telling them they should be doing. That's why manufacturers are the ones that have been sued for decades. They've been misleading doctors. They've been misleading the public. They've been misleading the FDA about how drugs actually function and what their trials actually were. In the last 10 years, 10 years only, there's been more, but in the last 10 years, there have been 10 major drug settlements for false trials, including a $2.3 billion for Pfizer and a $2.2 billion for Johnson & Johnson, the makers of this COVID vaccine. These settlements included criminal fines, not just civil. And if you want to find this, do the homework. Look at the Justice Department. That's where I found it. Actual lawsuits against them from the Justice Department in 2017, 18, and 19. Now, companies like Pfizer are set to make $19 billion in this first year from the COVID-19 vaccine. 
At the same time, they're legally battling against hundreds and thousands of lawsuits due to drugs, toxins, um, not being safe. Some of these companies that we are talking about have been charged with long-time illegal dumping of millions of gallons of industrial waste annually from its plant into the Long Island Sound waters. In 1991, a 3.1 million fine for refusing to install pollution control equipment in its Delaware River plant. In 1994, a 1.5 million fine for illegally dumping at a toxic waste site in Rhode Island. In 2003, they paid a 700 million settlement for dumping PCBs in Anniston, Alabama. According to a law firm, Matthews and Associates, since the history of Pfizer is rife with so much subterfuge and under-the-table dealings that the company will need all the help it can get to promote confidence in its hastily assembled COVID vaccines. If the mainstream media was honestly covering the NDMA um, and other Pfizer confrontations with the law, perhaps its vaccine would not be receiving such uncritical fanfare. There might be more scrutiny and warranted suspicion as to these companies pushing this COVID vaccine. In reviews of Merrick and Johnson & Johnson and Modera, this loss company found evidence of criminal behavior, falsified trials. Listen to this. For its COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer demanded that Argentina pay the company, the, the company compensation for any civil lawsuits filed against it. The government compromised and ruled that Pfizer would only pay fines for negligence on the company's behalf with respect to supply and distribution only. But that was not agreeable to the vaccine maker. Instead, they demanded that Argentina provide its sovereign assets, bank reserves, military bases, and embassy buildings as collateral to secure vaccines for their country. In Brazil... Pfizer's aggressive and malignant efforts failed. It demanded that the Brazilian government turn over a guaranteed fund deposited in a foreign bank account and that the government would waive its sovereign assets abroad. Pfizer also demanded that it not be held legally liable for any injuries or deaths due to its vaccine. Correctly, the president of Brazil called Pfizer's demands abusive and rejected the deal. The law firm has said that Pfizer is a serial predator on poorer foreign nations. Argentina and Brazil are only the most recent examples. In 1996, the company conducted illegal experimental trials with an unapproved experimental antibiotic, Troven, on Nigerian children without parents knowing or consent. The case was not raised in U.S. federal court until 2001 after 30 families sued. After 100 children were given the drug as guinea pigs, 11 of those died. Others suffered brain damage and were partially paralyzed or became deaf. 
Nigerian medical experts rules, ruled that Pfizer violated international laws and U.S. federal case was eventually settled a decade later for an undisclosed amount. Pfizer's dirty politics and, in my opinion, mafia-like activity, uh, activity is reminiscent of what people in this country feel about Monsanto's sleazy schemes. It goes beyond the dangers of experimental antibiotics. Pfizer's hired spies to dig up dirt to frame former Nigerian attorney general in order to get the lawsuit uh, dropped. It also tried to shift the blame on the scandal on Doctors Without Borders by making a false claim that the nonprofit charitable group was responsible for dispensing the antibiotic. Now, thanks to Reagan's Vaccine Injury Compensation Act and current politicians, the makers of the COVID-19 vaccine are off the hook for being legally held accountable for any adverse effects. Now, the companies are demanding that other nations change their laws solely to secure maximum profits from its COVID vaccine. We shouldn't forget that the development of this vaccine has largely been publicly funded. Our government paid for it. Um, German government paid for it. They gave $445 million to Pfizer. They received over $2 billion from U.S. taxpayers as prepayment for a vaccine. Now, everybody's telling you, come get the vaccine for free. It is not free. These companies, each company is set to make $19 billion per year off this and its booster. Pfizer is a New York-based big pharma company. It's known for its products like Advil, Viagra, Zantac, Zoloft, and the COVID-19 vaccine. It was the second largest pharmaceutical company by revenue in 2020. They netted almost $51.8 billion dollars. There's a study out there that uh, shows that uh, an important step in this historic eight-month journey to bring forward a vaccine capable of helping to end this devastating pandemic that Pfizer says they're moving at the speed of light and they share their findings with regulators around the world. Dr. Albert Bora, a chairman and CEO of Pfizer, said with hundreds of thousands of people around the globe infected every day, we urgently need to get safe and affected vaccine to the world. A few days after the announcement, they and Modera and Johnson & Johnson submitted a request for emergency youth authorization from the FDA. On December 11, 2020, the FDA issued the authorization. This is unexcusable behavior by the FDA. They have never allowed a drug so fast to not go through long-term clinical trials. Now, Pfizer has not been sued hundreds of times or even thousands of times, but tens of thousands of times for bad drugs. And even um, though thousands have been dismissed, Pfizer have settled tens of thousands and put people under non-disclosures for the damage their drugs have done. One drug, Troven, severely restricted to use because of its potential to cause liver damage. Injury to the liver has resulted in taking Troven can lead to liver failure and death. 
Yet Pfizer was caught performing an unauthorized trial involving tests on 200 children with this antibiotic. In 2011, Pfizer paid $700,000 to four families who lost children during the trials. In addition, the company set up a $35 million fund for those affected by Droven. Pfizer also agreed to sponsor health projects in Nigeria. In addition, Pfizer agreed to pay $1 billion to resolve allegations under the Civil False Claims Act that the company illegally promoted drugs, although they weren't safe. They led false claims to be submitted to government health care programs for uses that were not medically accepted indications. This civil settlement also reserved, uh, resolved allegations that Pfizer paid kickbacks to health care providers, to the FDA, to the National Health and Science, and to politicians to induce them to allow their drugs to go forward, even doctors to prescribe them, as well as other drugs. The federal share of the civil settlement was $668 million. The state Medicare share of the civil settlement was $331 million. This was the largest civil fraud settlement in history against a pharmaceutical company. Now we're facing widespread distribution of Pfizer's, Modera's, and Johnson & Johnson's experimental mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, wherein the trials to determine its level of safety and efficiency are still underway. It's still too early to make any determination of whether or not they're safe. We don't know if Pfizer's had engaged in nefarious activities to get its vaccine rushed to the public. Improperly, medical negligence so far lies on our government shoulders and our bought-off corporate media. Federal health agencies simply ignore their regulatory obligations to have the vaccine a green light prematurely. The reports of injuries and deaths continue to mount, and we will not have any sense of the full cost of human life and suffering from vaccine injuries for a while. Although our media in the United States is saying that there are none. China has suspended the mRNA vaccine after a flurry of deaths among Norwegian elderly. Uh, the Gibraltar Chronicle reported the deaths of 13 people within two days of receiving Pfizer's vaccine. And that number has risen to over 50 on that tiny island. Hundreds of vaccinated Israelis are still coming down with SARS and COVID infections after vaccination. The highly prestigious journal, Science, journal of Science reported that growing concerns over the vaccines um, and its relationship to the growing number of rare but serious allergic reactions in cases of anaphylaxia. And in a briefing document released by the CDC's vaccine, vaccine and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee gave warning that the vaccine trials give indications of unusual and unexpected antibody responses. Could cause critical illness and death in future. There is no evidence whatsoever that Pfizer's COVID vaccine can scientifically and consciously be ruled safe. But as we have observed from Pfizer's um, litany of criminal activities, um, it was passed. All told, 
This is just one example of Pfizer's culture of greed, deception, political maneuvering, and disingenuous tactics that collectively injured countless people. Pfizer is a global corporation. Its drugs, and now its COVID-19 vaccine, are marketed globally. To better understand, maybe you should do some research of your own on Pfizer, right? Because I'm telling you, what I've researched is part of the reason I have not taken the vaccine, along with my doctors telling me. I want you to understand this, and this came from an article from Dr. Gary Coles. Gary G. Coles. The FDA, the people who approve the drugs, receives 45% of its annual budget from the pharmaceutical industry. This is easily proven by the uh, Congressional Budget Office. The World Health Organization gets 50% of its budget from private sources, including Big Pharma and its allied foundations. And the CDC, quite frankly is a vaccine company. It owns 56 vaccine patents and buys and very profitably distributes 4.6 billion in vaccines annually through the Vaccines for Children program, which represents over 40% of its total budget. They also are charging extra money for the COVID-19 vaccine from our own government. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said, quote, The American Academy of Pediatrics derives a majority of its outside contributions estimated at more than $25 million per year from pharmaceutical companies that make vaccines. The pediatricians from pharmaceutical companies, um, the, the pediatricians that the AAP represent derive the majority of their annual revenues from the administration of vaccines to their pediatric patients. J.B. Hanley said, perhaps the most infamous example of corruption at the CDC is how the head of the CDC from 2002 to 2009, Julie Gurenberg, left her government job to become president of Merrick's $5 billion a year vaccine division. Merrick's CEO described the hiring as the ideal choice. She held that position until 2014 and currently holds the Merrick's job title of Executive Vice President. There is proof that Robert Kennedy says, Robert Kennedy Jr., that the majorities of studies that authorizes point to uh, proof that vaccines do not cause uh, autism have been published in a journal called Pediatrics, the official journal of the AAP. But as we know it, the AAP is a trade union for pediatricians. Since vaccines are liability-free and effective compulsory to a captive market of 76 million children, there is a meager market incentive for companies to say they're safe. This is all from Robert F. Kennedy, the Democrat, saying that you shouldn't trust pharmaceutical companies. The four companies that make virtually all of the recommended vaccines are all convicted felons. Every one of them have lost criminal lawsuits by our federal um, jurisdiction and just paid fines. If they were people, they would be serving life sentences for murder. Collectively, in the last decade alone, 
The drug companies have paid over $35 billion for defrauding regulators, lying to and bribing government officials and physicians, falsifying science, and leaving a trail of chronic illnesses, injuries, and deaths from products they knew to be dangerous and still sold under the pretense of safety and efficiency. That was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. A news division, um, a news uh, network, president of a news network, a CBS, told this doctor during non-election years, 70% of the advertising revenues for his news division came from pharmaceutical ads. And if you go on any TV any night and watch the network news, you'll see they become just a vehicle for selling pharmaceuticals. He also said that he would fire any host who brought onto his station a guest who lost him a pharmaceutical account. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., one more time on the floor of Congress, fewer than 1% of vaccines adverse events are reported. The CDC's entire vaccination propaganda campaign rests on their claim that side effects from vaccinations are exceedingly rare. But according to the blatantly pro-over vaccine and big pharma-funded CDC, in 2016 alone, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, VAERS, received over 59,117 adverse permanent vaccine-related disabilities. 4,132 vaccine-related hospitalizations and 10,274 vaccine-related emergency room visited. What if these are actually uh, these numbers actually represent less than one percent of the total, as this report asserts? Do you multiply those by a hundred? You have to study what is being asked to put in your body. There is another scientific group that did a chart, State of the Nation. They said, first, virtually every country in the world was trending downward on COVID. The world community of nations started to approach the natural herd immunity for COVID-19 at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Secondly, as soon as the various COVID vaccines were rolled out worldwide, Virtually every country saw sharp spikes in COVID-2 cases, and especially in COVID deaths. They actually published graphs on their chart showing that we were trending towards herd immunity, and now since we are getting vaccinated, COVID is becoming more prevalent than it should be causing some scientists throughout the world to question if the COVID vaccine is safe. Yet you won't hear this from the mainstream media. Those shaming you don't know these facts because they're not hearing it. They haven't read any research. They haven't done anything. They're trusting the same companies for years they probably bashed. That pharmaceutical companies created the opiate crisis that pharmaceutical companies turn in false data. There's films on Netflix and on Amazon Prime of pharmaceutical companies talking how hard it is to do trials on drugs and how you have to watch people after they've taken the drugs for 
six to 10 years to see if there's adverse side effects. That hasn't been done on any of these COVID vaccines, folks. That hasn't been done yet. Everybody's pushing you to get it. As I said, if you've received the COVID vaccine and you're happy with it, fine. I hope you stay healthy. I hope there's no unsuspected um, illnesses in six to 10 years. But the last time in 1976 that an mRNA drug was rushed to market was in Fort Dixon, the swine flu. Look it up. Do the research yourself. You'll say, yeah, it's more safer now. Why? Because these companies like Modera, Johnson & Johnson, and Pfizer, who have been brought to court tens of thousands of times for criminal behavior, is telling you it's safe? I mean, come on, folks. This is an important conversation. And I'm going to talk about the other two companies following the commercial break. You need to share this. And remember, there is no mandate. There is no law. There is no, if you employ over 100 people, you have to have vaccines or weekly testing. If your company's telling you that you have to have it, ask them to show you the law or the mandate. Not just the news media talking about it, the actual law or mandate. Because there is not one. And if they fire you, sue them because they're using legality of following a federal mandate that does not exist for you to put something in your body. And you shouldn't have to do it, folks. Nobody should have to put anything in their body they don't wish to put in, especially when COVID was disappearing across the world prior to this vaccine coming around. Just think before you do anything. Do your own research. Don't trust the media. You know, Healthy Cell is a terrific lineup of products. They have products that are pill-free, gel-packed vitamins. Uh, Looking for better sleep, focus, and energy? Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator in nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell has a product that helps REM sleep, helps you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM sleep supplement. The only sleep supplement that's designed to support all stages of sleep. And boy, is it needed now during all the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. So go to HealthyCell.com and use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD, for a 20% off your first order of any product from HealthyCell. I use them every day. I believe in them. And you should too. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. the cancel culture is determined to destroy our history, bringing violence and terror to city streets. America Out Loud will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone of what America means. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the Disciples of Liberty. We are here having conversations on COVID. Now, as I said before, if you've received the COVID vaccine, I'm happy if you're happy. If you're glad you got it, great. But don't bother family, friends, and other people who haven't gotten it. You don't know their reasons. You don't know if they've discussed with the doctor and the doctors told them not to get it. They might just be anti-vaccine, but it's none of your business. This is what freedom in a nation is. And if corporations try and tell you that you're going to lose your job because, you know, the government says that companies that hire over 100 people have to get the vaccine, that's false. Tell them to show you the law. If they fire you for a law that doesn't exist, hold them liable. Sue them. We need to start getting some lawsuits going out. People need to start standing up for their freedom because this is just a way for big pharma, the same big pharma that that politicians have been telling you not to trust that have been destroying our nation and buying politicians for decades who have been found criminal liable over the last 10 years multiple times. We talked about Pfizer the first hour. We talked about Um, what some of these corporations have done illegally in courts. And you can find more. That Justice Department lawsuit on Big Pharma three years ago was massive. And now we're going to talk about Moderna. They were the super hot private biotech company that that popped up raising $1.9 billion in 2010. It made people raise their heads and say, wow, this is crazy. Uh, they had a valuation of $5 billion. They were led by Stephanie Bansell, and they were supposedly developing a new class of mRNA drugs, aiming to turn human bodies into drug factories by directing cells to produce therapeutic proteins. Totally experimental. Now, the American government guaranteed purchases for these three companies to get the COVID vaccine out to speed mass production because it was such a vitriol uh, political topic that the American government guaranteed these three companies with purchases, netting each company in the first few months of 2020, the last few months of 2020, over $19 billion dollars. Ordinarily, manufacturers would have to wait for proof of efficiency. They would have to go through massive clinical trials. They would have to spend the money themselves um, to produce millions of doses of any new treatment. Why make that investment if the test candidate may fail? But for the mRNA COVID vaccine, the U.F. government pledged to purchase millions of doses 
doses, provided upfront money, and removed all liability from the companies if anything goes wrong with this vaccine. You can find the contracts online. Don't take my word for it. The Moderna, Moderna, the the Johnson Johnson and the Pfizer um, contracts, even though they're highly redacted, are online and you can read the part where it says they hold no legality. Justice Department can't sue them if their drugs in three to five years kill millions of people. They have no liability. There was a stock review done by some of the biggest investors in the United States evaluating Moderna. And this is what they said. Uh, The insider sales by the leaders of Moderna don't signal confidence. The CEO, chief financial officer, chief technical officer, president, and chief medical officers of Moderna sold tens of millions of dollars of the company's stock over the last five months uh, in a slew of pre-planned trades. While there are many reasons for someone to sell stock, zero members of Moderna's senior management have reported purchasing its stock in the same period. These insider sales may indicate that the management is unconvinced that their MRNA 1273 sales will drive a windfall to boost the share price beyond its original disclosures. If they don't believe they're going to be successful in creating a successful MRNA, why are you? Before COVID, Moderna was going under. Moderna still didn't have any products on the market. Biotech investors know that the industry's product development cycle usually requires years of effort in the laboratory and clinical trials, with a typical vaccine taking a decade or more to reach the market. And this was in Science Magazine. And that's if everything goes well and there's no setbacks in those trials. This means that Moderna, founded in 2010, would possibly have at least one pipeline program on the verge of commercialization. Instead, MRNA-1273 is its most advanced project. The company had three other programs in phase two clinical trials, but nothing up until COVID. Moderna stated, and the Science Magazine stated, nobody has made this type of vaccine before. The mRNA vaccine, meaning it aims to deliver pre-programmed genetic information to a patient's cells so that they will subsequently produce antibodies against coronavirus. The methodology has worked well enough to bring the candidate through a couple trials, but this is the problem. The company's preliminary safety data suggested that patients in the mRNA trial were more likely to experience systematic adverse events, clinical trial lingo for difficult side effects. After a second dose of the vaccine, show that these side effects are burdensome for certain patient populations like immune uncompromised people that aren't people who are compromised already, but the ones that weren't or older adults. 
it would make Modera, Moderna's uh, candidate of COVID less appealing. Um, on the long, as the majority of patients experience only mild side effects, Moderna's vaccine could be a success if people buy it. And the government did. Now, they released phase one trial data and their stock valuation surged hitting $29 billion because of COVID, taking a $5 billion company to $29 billion, an astonishing feat for a company that currently had sold no products but was the front runner in the COVID. They produced and they blitzed the media that their COVID vaccine was going to be amazing, but they revealed very little information to the FDA. And most of what they did disclose were words, not data. That's important. If you ask scientists to read a journal article, they will scour data tables, not corporate statements. With science, numbers speak much louder than words. The company statement led with the fact that 45 subjects were tested, 45. They normally have to test thousands who received doses of 25 micrograms, two doses each, 100 micrograms, two doses each, or 250 micrograms, one dose developed binding antibodies. Later, they corrected their statement saying that only eight volunteers of the 45 four from each of the 25 micrograms and the 100 micrograms developed neutralizing antibodies of the two types. These aren't the ones you'd even want to see. Nobody even knows what the results from the other 37 trial participants were because they never released the data. And they never released the data to the FDA, just statements. Separately, while their phase one trial supposedly included healthy volunteers ages 18 to 55, they didn't publish the exact ages of these eight people that they said they had success with. If by chance they mostly clustered around the younger end of the age spectrum, you might expect a better response to the vaccine than if they were mostly from the senior end of it. The seniors are given the highest risk from the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus. Protecting older, immune-compromised people is what it was supposed to do. Now, you have to remember, and those that try to shame you have to do the research themselves. These companies asked for an emergency approval. They didn't go through the six, eight, ten years of trials. Nobody knows what the future holds for this vaccine. And if anybody tells you they do, they're lying. Talk to any scientist. Without that data from six, eight to ten years, nobody knows what damage it can cause you in the future. And this was created by companies who have been proven to cause damage purposely for the almighty dollar. Let's look at Johnson & Johnson. In 2019, July, the U.S. Justice Department launched a criminal investigation to determine if Johnson & Johnson purposefully misled the public about um, asbestos fibers in their powders. Thousands of lawsuits coincided with the latest probe of this pharmaceutical giant. Now, 
They're the world's most well-known producer of health-related goods, including pharmaceuticals. 45% of their sales comes from the pharmaceutical division, and they're over a $100 billion company in 2019. They're established in 57 countries. They employ 132,000 people. They've been involved in many medical injury lawsuits. If you jump to this, they've had recalls of Tylenol and many other. Um, Their hip replacements were false, not what they said. Their blood thinners were bad. They, in 2019, as I said, were the largest company. They were founded by three brothers, Robert, Edward, and James Johnson. They were founded in 1886 in New Brunswick. They initially focused on the production of wound care products like bandages and sutures and baby products. Uh, The first products featured a logo resembling the signature of James Wood Johnson. They provided supplies for soldiers wounded in the Spanish-American War and later sold first aid kits to railroad workers before they became widely available. They also sold health products related to the baby and maternity care. In 1944, they became publicly traded, acquired groundbreaking company which would uh, became Ethicon for production of sterile surgical um, sutures. In the last decade, they have continued its acquisition and expansion um, trying to fight HIV, AIDS patients, and child's health. But notice, in decades, they've never came up with a vaccine for HIV, although they have many in clinical trials. They are focused in the pharmaceutical area heavy and they are massive donors to both media and politicians they have many subsidiaries in call including Janssen Pharmaceuticals um, it's just one of their 11 Janssen products are on the World Health Organization list of essential medicines because they pay the World Health Organization so much money. They have had so many product recalls and lawsuits, you're going to have to look it up yourself. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has conducted multiple investigations related to the production and promotion of medications that they found dangerous. In some cases, Johnson & Johnson was required to issue recalls. They have been required to perform other actions like payments, giving states money. They face numerous class action and large medical injury lawsuits due to problems with its products. Many of those lawsuits have been settled or resolved with NDAs in place, but others remain in court systems and they have been stalling these with high-paid attorneys forever. They will pay this year alone, $2.2 billion to resolve criminal liability arising from allegations relating to the prescription drugs um, in Vega, 
Oh, many. There's a list of them, including promotions for uses not approved as safe and effective by the Food and Drug Administration. They were caught paying kickbacks to physicians and to um, hospitals and to the FDA leadership. The global resolution that Johnson & Johnson was part of was one of the largest health care fraud settlements in U.S. history. They've had in the last few years $485 million in criminal fines. They have paid the federal and states $1.7 billion. Why is this conduct at issue? Why is it important that these people have jeopardized the health and safety of patients and damaged the public trust? That's what Attorney General Eric Holder asked. He said, this multi-billion dollar resolution demonstrates the Justice Department's firm commitment to preventing and combating all all forms of health care fraud. They had criminal fines and forfeitures. They violated laws, but since they're a company and not people, nobody went to jail. Associate Attorney General Tony West said it best, when companies put profit over patients, health, and misuse taxpayer dollars, somebody should demand accountability. In addition to significant monetary sanctions, they will ensure that this doesn't happen. Yet, folks, it's happening. So the three companies credited with this miraculous COVID vaccine have been proven to bribe the FDA, have been proven to bribe who? They're the largest funders, private funders, other than the government, 45%, as I said before, of the FDA's budget comes from pharmaceutical companies. Pharmaceutical companies don't have the FDA do trials. They do the trials and they submit data. Lawsuit after lawsuit has proven that these three companies, at least the two biggest ones, Moderna hasn't been long, long enough, but they are having multiple lawsuits now. But the two biggest, Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer, have falsified trials in the past. And the FDA gave emergency approval to this vaccine without the trials, based on statements that, yeah, we did the trials, they're safe, let's go ahead. Look for the published trials that existed for 6, 8, and 10 years. Why do you think we don't have vaccines for other things? Vaccines have never been easy to create, yet COVID pops up and they created them. Here's something else to think about. For decades, and when I talk decades, I'm talking more than five decades. These large pharmaceutical companies have worked with governments to weaponize the flu and smallpox. All in the terms that they can create vaccines for these obsolete viruses like smallpox that they said was obsolete. If I had a conversation with any of you one-on-one, you'd all admit that the makers of computers have, it's been proven, you would believe that they created 
computer viruses to sell you solutions to fix those viruses. It's been proven on the government level. It's also been proven on the government level that the vaccine companies that we're talking about today have falsified trials, have purposely sold medicines that they knew would harm and kill people. Yet, they give so much money to the media today. They give so much money to the politicians today. And people are afraid that they'll just disappear them. You've all watched the movie from Aaron Brockovich who went after the big companies. These people are ruthless. They don't like people like me talking about facts. I'm just curious why some of my friends, family, choose to shame people who have chosen to do their own research and have chosen not to put a vaccine. Because the National Science Magazine stated that COVID had reached herd immunity and was going away and no vaccine was even needed. Yet now they're pushing vaccines. They're telling you if you're not vaccinated, you can't work. There's hospitals turning down life-saving surgeries for the unvaccinated. If this isn't signs of a dystopian society, what is? What else will you tolerate when it comes to your own health, to your own freedom, to your own lives? Government, big media, the people buying our politicians like nothing more than to have us at each other's throats and not doing research, not paying attention. Because research is so much easier. It wasn't hard to find these lawsuits from the FDA and from the Justice Department of the United States court system. They have warned us against these big pharma companies not to trust them. Yet, because they gave them so much money, they rushed a vaccine out there with no true trials done. People will tell you, yeah, the trials were done. How? Anybody who knows science knows that medical trials take six to ten years. It was said in the owns in in pharmaceutical stock evaluations of Moderna when they came out in 2010 that it would take 10 years if they submitted a drug at that time to complete FDA trials because you have to document so many people for so long. Yet Moderna did 45 people in a trial, submitted results from eight, and those eight weren't even accurate. And it was just statements. It wasn't even data. You look at the contracts that the federal government granted them and the payments that were made to these corporations. They were massive. And they removed the government and the pharmaceutical companies from any liabilities. You look at the person who was behind the Pfizer COVID vaccine, came out against it, saying it was a sham. Yet people were so living in fear that they jumped on board with this vaccine. What can we do about it? Well, we need to take back the House and Senate. 2022 is a critical year, but Republicans aren't always the best either. 
We have bad Republicans like Mitt Romney here in Utah. You have to decide. There's a critical race going on right now. My email is Tim Alders. That's A-A-L-D-E-R-S. We need volunteers that will travel to Virginia and go door-to-door because we need to flip that to the Republican governor that's running. We need to get involved. The Mighty American Strike Force, M-A-S-F dot at online dot, um, oh, dot online, sorry, M-A-S-F dot online. It's not a com. And if you do backslash um, online, you can volunteer to make phone calls uh, to switch people and get people out to vote. We also need donations. Uh, my uh, PayPal account is at Tim Alders, two A's, A-A-L-D-E-R-S. We need donations in 2020, I traveled to seven states, and we had donations from people to go knock door-to-door to get people out to vote. If you can't participate and get yourself to Virginia, and if you want to participate, email me. I'll give you the website. I'll help you get involved with making phone calls or writing out handwritten postcards or make a donation and help other people go because it's critical we get freedom-loving people back in office because we don't have it. Nobody cares about freedom or the Constitution anymore. Our government has turned into a socialist, anti-freedom-loving country, and they're trying to to sway every young uh, person out there. But we had busloads of college students that were conservatives traveling this nation. Remember, there is no mandate. Look it up. Try to find a law. If you find a law that says, other than the president talking about it, if you find an executive order because it doesn't exist or a law passed by Congress that companies over 100 employees have to vaccinate, they can't fire anybody. They're using a law that doesn't exist. So take a deep breath and ask your company for proof of the federal mandate because there isn't any. Folks, stand strong. Stand tall and stand together. Don't bow to the pressure to get a vaccine if you don't want it. If you do want it, get it. I'll like you no matter what. Until next time, take care. Look down deep into my eyes.